Whether it's the good, the bad, or the ugly, life has a way to dish out a handful of those to all of us in different measures. Fortunately, there are crazy people in this world, like yours truly, who bites back and also shows you the funny. Welcome to Doves and Eagles, your weekly pick-me-up-and-dust-me-off show that explores and unpacks life the way most of us can relate to. Filled with untold stories, inspiration, insight and motivation, it is my quest to equip every beautifully broken princess with a warrior queen attitude. I'm your host, Paula J. Let's find out how the cookie crumbles today. Hello, all my beautiful lovelies, and welcome to Doves and Eagles. Wow, what can I say? So much have happened since last week's podcast, I don't even know where to start. If you haven't listened to it yet, you should. It was something God laid on my heart to do, and I fully expected all kinds of havoc to rain down on me. What has happened instead is that I received countless confirmations coming at me from different sources that were absolutely mind-boggling. I found myself still catching my breath from one thing and then another one blew me over. Social media posts, a number of prophetic words that went out from different people, conversations containing specific references that all tied in with it exactly. Not a case of it may or may not be fitting. There was no question, no doubt. I mean, for example... When you decide to plant seeds in your garden to grow something you always wanted and someone you don't know from a bar of soap suddenly says out loud, if you want something to grow, you need to plant the seed first and then continue watering and nurturing it to fruition. That is no accident or coincidence. That is called confirmation. And that is what has been happening to me this past week. All this confirmation was not only making it very obvious to me that I am exactly where God wants me to be. I am also fully aware that He is busy raising the bar in every area of my life and redirecting the path forward. The one thing that I have learned in my walk with God is no matter how many plans I make, it always remains just that, my plans. God's plans and will for me in my life, well, that's a totally different ballgame. I believe he is busy steering this podcast in a different direction than the um, plans I had with it. And as always, I am 100% following wherever he's leading me to with it. No doubt here that 2022 is going to come with changes. But it will be all for the better, so stick with me as we ride this wave out together. Since this episode is the last one for 2021, I want to take the opportunity today to pause and look back on the last year that went by way too quickly and break down for you what was so significant to me 
what it was that came out of the water and stood out like a freight ship that I just could not miss from my little raft. You may even gasp more than what I did, so let me go back to early November 20, where it all started. My eldest daughter got very sick and was diagnosed with a rather scary liver condition. That could mean a transplant may become inevitable. After monitoring the situation for a couple of weeks, I became concerned that it was not going to end well. And the very last thing I wanted to live with as a parent is the regret that I didn't do something for one of my children when I had the chance to. Taking the risk to lose a lot more than I could really afford, I made a very difficult and painful decision, which I believe any other parent walking in my shoes would have made. And I chose to return to South Africa to help my daughter to get through whatever was to be ahead in her path. I resigned my job end of December 2020. I booked and paid for my flight back to South Africa at the end of January 2021 with British Airways via Heathrow Airport as it was the only flight I could get at that time that would allow me enough time to handle all my affairs here in the US. Lucky for me, my employers realized the gigantic task that was ahead of me and in order to help give me more time and space to get everything finalized and prepared, I was released early. Rebuilding a life from scratch in a different country is not the easiest task I've ever mastered. Once you did, you cannot exactly just pack your bags, walk away and leave. It takes planning, a lot of it. I felt like an octopus planting potatoes as I scrambled to get all my stuff in place more than one day. All was going according to my plans until one evening God said to me, I am closing doors that are not meant for you to walk through and they will remain closed until I deem the time right to open them. Um, correction, he didn't close doors. It got slammed, shut. A few almost broke my nose as it closed right in my face. For starters, I learned that I needed a transit visa to pass through Heathrow. Even though I wouldn't be getting off the airport, I still needed a transit visa. And at the time, I would not be able to get one in the two weeks time that I had left. It would have taken around six to eight weeks due to COVID restrictions. Before I could think about changing my flight plans, British Airways cancelled my flight due to the Delta strain in South Africa. And not for love nor money could I get another flight home. Airlines halted their flights to South Africa at the time. Still feeling rather lost amidst all the unexpected chaos, my daughter notified me that her condition is slowly changing and I do not need to come back. She sent me copies of her latest medical reports and blood work and there it was. She was nowhere out of the woods yet, 
and wouldn't be for a long time to come. But hey, I'll take any small measure of improvement before I take the alternative. And I couldn't thank God enough for that change. Don't get me wrong. I love a lot of things in South Africa. My family, my children, my grandchildren, my friends, the weather, the spectacular wonder of nature, and a ton of other things. But going back to live there permanently, given specifically the political, economic, and government conditions, nope. Nah. Uh-uh. I'm good, thank you. I mean, the U.S. has its problems too, make no mistake. But my home here is not a prison, surrounded by eight-foot walls and electric fencing on top of that to keep criminals at bay. I can open my front door, step out on the porch, and wave at the neighbor three doors down the road, because there is no walls that block my sight here. I don't need 24-hour armed security forces to guard me and my property. I can get in my unlocked car and drive wherever I want to without fear of being carjacked, mugged or robbed or heaven forbid worse. I can get into bed without locking the front door and actually sleep peacefully knowing that. And if you didn't know, yes, that is the sad reality in South Africa. And if it did not take something extreme as what happened to my daughter. There is no way I would go back willingly. It's going to take a lot of kicking, biting, screaming and fearless fighting to get this kid to go back into that toy box. No, just no. Well, you know, at that point, I just took short little breaths between all of the waves. I couldn't go back to work. Again, God intervened. My daughter tried to employ someone to help her ease her client workload since her body just couldn't deal with all of it on her own anymore. And she was not having much luck. So she ended up asking me to help out remotely with the preparation and issue of her client's financial statements. Which helped as far as working is concerned. Now I don't know about you, but to me that was simply God's hand over this whole thing. And no one can ever tell me any different. Closing and opening doors? Yeah, I saw that in action. Then God led me to invest in Priscilla Shirer's course, Elijah, Faith and Fire. And when we went looking for it, we actually managed to find the very last copy of it that was literally in a shop around the corner from where we live, as if it was just waiting for me. Again, I saw God's hand. Let me tell you, this course is amazing. If you don't know the story of Elijah and how his boldness to speak up for God's glory came to be, you should look into this. What blew me away, however, was how Priscilla made references to situations scenarios, and drew parallels that was 100% handbook text out of my own life that at one point made me wonder, wait, where is that camera? Once I worked my way through the course, God took me into a vision in which 
he told me to teach people about forgiveness. I prepared a video to release on social media and it got denied because there was apparently copyrighted content in it, but the part of the clip in question was my voice. So it beats me to this day. Who copyrighted my voice? But I was not going to be dragged into a hole and be beaten with someone else's stupidity. So I started working on getting my own website up and running and then finally launched this podcast in October 2021. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, big tech. You can't beat God, period. By early November 21, which was last month, I had various projects going on at the time and I decided to actively start job hunting after we returned from Illinois for Thanksgiving around December 1st. If you listened to last week's episode, you will know that that was not to be either because I got violently ill and only started recovering around two odd weeks ago. But while I was starting to feel better, I contacted a professional accountant's agency that I was working for before they placed me in the full-time position with another company, which was the one that I resigned from, to tell them they headhunting me over the past four months has paid off and I am ready to re-register with them. The onboarding paperwork was drafted immediately and signed by all parties the next day. But with this being holiday season, I do not expect anything to come out of it until after the holidays. Then God leads me to three scriptures that rattled my cage as a believer. And it led me to recording last week's episode. While I was still editing it earlier the evening before I uploaded it, Babes came home with a gift. He said God told him to buy me on his way home from work. It is a neck chain with a cross. The words, the armor of God, is engraved on the front and on the back, the words Ephesians 6 verses 10 to 18. If you don't know what is in this passage, this is what it says. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. This was the first of a list of very significant pointers. 
because Babes had no idea what my podcast was about. He usually only listens to it after it's completed or uploaded. All he knew is I may be stepping on toes with ingrown toenails when that episode goes live. Because I was taking on something ugly and he didn't know what the actual topic was. The following day, I logged into my Facebook account. And the very first thing in my newsfeed is a video clip called The Truth About the Rapture. The clip is part of a movie that was produced in a foreign language, but it directly references a part of my podcast where I talked about end times as described in Matthew 24. The next thing was a prophetic word received by Krista Elisha on December 22nd, that she posted 32 minutes earlier. It was so significant that I actually took a screenshot of it. Yes, even for me, who knows and understands God's precision, that was just spot on. I'm not going to read the whole word, but there were a number of things in it that stood out for me. The first was, and I quote, When I called you into my kingdom, I gave you a promise that you would overtake the enemy and recover all that he stole from you. I hate robbery and injustice. Why was this significant? Because that was a promise God made me after I was brutally attacked in my home in South Africa back in October 2009 by two men who emptied my recording studio, loaded everything they could in my car and took off, leaving me behind for dead. It was just way too specific. The next part was, and again I quote, I will never allow you to enter into a battle that I have not equipped you to win with me by your side. I have given you authority to call on angelic reinforcement to aid you in the battle and all over darkness. This was significant because when I realized what God wanted me to put out there last week, I said, I will do so, Lord, but I'm going to need the strongest of your angels to help protect me. Do you understand the significance of this? The other thing that was part of this post that got my attention was the picture she chose to use at the bottom of her post. It immediately took me back to the vision I had where God asked me to teach people about forgiveness. And one day I will share some of the visions I had with you. But this picture, this image was straight out of that vision and also eerily similar to one I used in the original video that got blocked. There was a few other references in this word as well, but because of time constraints, I cannot go into each one. If you are interested to read it for yourself, you can find Krista Elisha and follow her on Facebook. She is a beautiful, red-haired, spirited warrior child of God that I have been following for a while. Wow. Oh my. Then came the next significant confirmation a few days ago. 
I came across a video where Rick B2T from Blessed to Teach had an interview with Amanda Grace from Ark of Grace Ministries. They were discussing a prophetic word she received on December 17th. Both of them said things in general that tied in directly to the podcast and a part of Rick's prayer at the end of the interview spoke so specifically to me that I had to rewind the video and write it all down. As part of their general conversation, this is what Amanda said. When you are not correcting others when you need to, you will be held accountable. If you correct someone incorrectly, you will also be held accountable. She also said, your soul has to prosper before your body will. People who are losing their jobs and thinking they are losing all of their hard work, they are not. That was preparation, where the Lord is going to position them for now, for what He has called them to be, what He has created them to be, to be used for His glory. So people may find themselves in areas they have never been in before, thinking, why am I here? I am not equipped for this. But the Lord is going, yes, my child, you are equipped. I have been equipping you this entire time. You just didn't realize it. You were created for this moment in time. I cannot tell you how many times over the last year I said to God, I am not equipped for this. Why is this happening? That question was answered in full. The part of her word that really got me sitting up straight was this, and I quote, And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, I am the Lord your God. I am righteous. I am holy. I am truth. I am victory. I am salvation. I am almighty. I am all-powerful. I am the righteous judge. I am the high priest. I am the counselor. I am your father. And you need to see me as such and know it beyond what you are being fed. For many of you have fed your souls junk food and junk info and junk intel and junk lies. And into the next year, my people are called to be fit and spiritually in tune for the next chapter of your God-ordained missions. A major repositioning and doors opening that have remained locked until now will occur. Meetings not by chance, for I the Lord have orchestrated it in order to advance you for kingdom purposes, so that I the Lord, your God, can be glorified. That gave me chills, because it first confirmed the scripture part I got from God in Hosea 4 verse 6, where he said, my people are being destroyed by lack of knowledge. Secondly, and more importantly, it confirmed that God is about to open the doors he told me he locked a year ago. There was no way I could go through them. That really got me excited. The end part of the prayer from Rick 
was significant because it was a direct reference to the armor of God. This is what he prayed. Please allow those with ears to hear. We are praying for anyone who is listening to my voice right now, that they will be moved to understand how you want to use them specifically. And I am sure, Lord, it has to do with putting on the armor of God and using that sword of the Spirit towards the enemy, not each other. I pray that this whole movement moves people to understand the armor of God like never before, to understand the Spirit of the Lord, the Word of God, more than ever, and start using it the way you want it to be used. Well, that blew me away. It confirmed the part of my podcast where I spoke up about how people so easily attack each other these days, especially their own. More than that, it confirmed that we all need to be equipped with the armor of God. I instinctively enfolded the cross around my neck as his words sank in. After all of these confirmations, as the cherry on the cake, I woke up the morning of Christmas Eve and God said to me, When the enemy starts lodging attacks against you, I want you to remember that they are not attacking you. Don't take it personal. They will be attacking the light that is coming from within you. In other words, in reality, they are coming after me. Stand firm. There was a reason why I equipped you with the knowledge of the boldness of Elijah. That was when I knew, oh my gosh, big changes are coming. And in a nutshell, that is pretty much where I am now. So here we are. I'm getting ready to do what I have been well equipped for. I wanted to share this with you. And at the same time, use it to give you some encouragement. Whether it is the good, the bad or the ugly. Know that everything that happens in your life is part of your training for God's kingdom. If you start looking at it that way, you will be surprised at how much you can overcome and conquer. Everything in life has a reason in it for us to be learned. Is it always plain sailing? No, not by a long shot. But as our perception and understanding grows, we will grow. And that's a spiritual growth key that I want to hand to you today. God sometimes allows things to happen that we may feel is not in our favor or to our benefit. Trust me, I yelled in his ear many a time in my life until I fully got this. Whatever he may allow to happen, I want you to know he does not make mistakes. And let me also tell you this. When God starts moving, you don't need a pair of high dollar sneakers to keep up. You need a jet that can break sound barriers. So let's see what the new year brings. Bring it on. And as we get ready to walk fearlessly into a new year, my wish for you is that it will bring you peace, understanding, clarity and love 
that it will draw you closer to God and His divine purpose for and blessing on your life. And remember, delayed does not mean denied. You can find all of my podcasts on my website, paulajspeaks.com. You can contact me directly at info at paulajspeaks.com. All right, so that's a wrap for this week, folks. Until next time, I'm signing off. Be safe, be awesome, be blessed, be you.